Hi, and welcome to Proverb Parables. Today, the topic of our short story is carelessness. To think twice before acting is the best rule of thumb. In a day and age when everyone's rushing from one task to the next, being careful isn't a top priority. We're not so concerned about being safe as we are with just getting the job done. We'd rather cut corners if we can if it means sparing some extra time, especially if we know the task like the back of our hand. But think of all the mishaps, misunderstandings, and needless headaches we've made for ourselves just by being careless. There has been untold grief that was fully preventable had those involved been exercising precaution. Double check, even triple check if you have to, but make certain you're doing everything correctly, following instructions just as they were given. Every bit of detail counts. The consequences of carelessness, negligence, and inattention are not always major, but many times they unfortunately result in irreversible damage. So be thoughtful, stop taking shortcuts, avoid distractions, and make sure you know not just what must be done, but how it must be done. In the end, caution absolutely matters and should always take precedence over time or any other factor. If all the people who were maimed for life in car wrecks had awakened that day, knowing their lives were about to change forever, they might have valued the importance of being watchful much more. Proverbs 4.26 admonishes us, Give careful thought to the paths for your feet, and be steadfast in all your ways. A man woke up for work one morning like it was any other day. He had slept past his alarm, so there was no time to waste. As he drank his customary cup of coffee, he skimmed the day's directives that had been sent out to the demolition crew on duty. Having been in this line of work for 25 years, this worker was confident he had no need to review the information a second time. This would be a routine assignment. Hopping into his pickup, he drove out to the designated rendezvous where he met up with the other guys. Firing up the equipment, he drove off to the first house to be demolished. He hadn't brought the blueprint with him, just because this street was like the back of his hand. He had been down this one a dozen times. There it was, that abandoned structure at the end of the road. The roof had a carpet of moss on it, the wooden walls were rotting, and the front yard was overgrown. This was the first of ten houses to be bulldozed that day so he had his work cut out for him, even with the workload evenly divided. This had to be the oldest one he had wrecked in a long time, maybe in all time. By the time he retired to his living room in the evening, he felt like it had been a very satisfying day. Suddenly, he got a call from his supervisor, who didn't sound happy, and he couldn't imagine what the problem might be. They had cranked right through the assignments in record time. Was there one they had missed? What was the first house you bulldozed today? His boss said. That old place at the end of the cul-de-sac. There was deafening silence on the other end of the line. Is there a problem? We just followed the layout you gave us. Well, you didn't, because I was just notified that you wrecked the wrong house. That abandoned place was being renovated on behalf of the current owner. 
She's a 90-year-old lady on her dying bed in a hospice. The worker was stunned. But hadn't he been in a bit of a hurry that day? Hadn't he cared more about his coffee than about keeping the blueprint with him? That old lady's gonna be heartbroken. She was promised that her house would be put back together and sold to a good family. It was an heirloom. In all the 25 years of doing this kind of work, this worker had never made such a crazy mistake. It was almost unreal. Didn't you see the shutters? His supervisor asked. I was told by the renovators that they had just been painted with a fresh coat of blue. After the call, the man did some research, and what he found was petrifying. The house had originally belonged to his great-great-grandmother.